Hello everyone, Roman here. Still dead, D don't worry about it. Um, I'm breaking the fourth wall to let you know about Encounter Party. Encounter Party is an audio adventure podcast featuring six professional voice actors bathing through an epic Dungeons & Dragons campaign, edited down to focus purely on story, leaving nothing but pure adventure you can enjoy in under an hour. The third season just launched, and I have to tell you, it's a doozy. Nerdist once called Encounter Party a critical hit, but they should keep calling them that because they are. Encounter Party is set in the Magic the Gathering realm of Ravnica, which is ravishing and ravenous. Ooh. The campaign is written by a novelist slash playwright, but with plenty of room for the players to play. Now, since I've been in the Matrix, I've been recommending various podcasts to Time Lords, Ladies, Sisters, etc. Of the millennia past and future and, you know, whatever. And Encounter Party has been a very welcome addition to our subscriptions. The third season just started, there's two full seasons available to catch up on, and it's a perfect time to join the party. Now, as the Matrix exists outside of regular space-time, I'm just going to tell you, I've heard all 27 seasons of the show and they're very, very good. Now, if you're a fan of fantasy epics and better voice acting than what I'm doing right now, you simply must check out Encounter Party wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more party favors, check out EncounterParty.com. Now, back to the deadly atemporal hellscape that is the Matrix. I'm sure you in 2020 have no idea what that's like, 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 like. Previously on The Game of Rassilon. This is going to sound bananas, but I've been inside my mind... And I found out that when we went to the parallel Earth, the other consciousness of Travis, of that Earth, came back and now Rassilon is using him as the Keeper. Residents of the capital, Time Lords and Gallifrey and Zul, run, panicking. And then you realize what it is that they are running from. They are Watchers. One for every single Time Lord on Gallifrey. If there are this many here, the planet is in immense danger. And so are you, Doctor. Because standing on the other side of the courtyard, watching you intently, is your Watcher. I don't know who to trust. I don't think I trust anyone right now. But one thing I do know is that right now, the only way out is through. And I go moving towards that, that, that feeling. And there are cells and cells. You know, you recognize these cells because you were in them not too long ago. Um, but you can now see in each one of these cells uh, are women in red and gold and silver robes of the Sisterhood of Khan. You walk deeper into the dungeons past all of these cells with members of the Sisterhood in um, to where the voice is calling you until you find a cell um, containing one individual standing on her own. She is the mother of the Sisterhood. Ah, finally, Doctor. The end begins. Let's pick up where we left off. Uh, uh, Dr. Travis Carey, you are standing in front of a cell deep in the bowels of the capital of Gallifrey. 
And standing in the cell in front of you is the mother of the Sisterhood of Khan. Ah, Doctor, the end begins. I mean, it feels like it's been beginning for a bit now. I've been here and we stole a bus and we fought some guards and slid down a pole. More of a cable than a pole, but yeah. Um, right, right. You know, you actually, the beginning ends. No, it's not. It's not. It's not as good. It's all right. You know what? We have, the moment's gone. Um, how do I? How do I get you? No, out the there? moment's in a. Vo- it's a different thing. Anyway, Doctor, we've been trapped in the cells for what feels like an eternity. Oh, oh, they tricked. It was like a like a couple of minutes. Did they do that to you? There's- yeah, so- something like that. Yeah. It's really rude. What day is... I don't have time for this. We can set a watch later. Um, is... Uh, are you... Are you friends with the Keeper of the Matrix? What's this about? I, I don't know. It's a whole thing. I'm trying to figure it out. According to him, there's two of him, and one's from this universe, and one's from another universe. He called this universe Prime. Isn't that rude? Anyway. Such a um, man. <laughs> for real. Um, now, <laughs> I... I don't know who to trust. I don't know if I can even trust you. Maybe you're from Universe Prime too. I don't know. But I I'm from here. I'm standing right here. Hello. So is he. All right, listen. All I know is that you called me here and I'm here. So, what are we doing? What's happening? And why is this all still cap? What what do we do? How do I get to the Matrix? I think perhaps your friend may be the answer. And the oh, sister's shit. going to um reach a hand out of the bars and if Travis is willing is going to reach out and, and touch his head. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I mean, hand. he'll allow it because I, he wants to prove that he is not in fact the keeper. So yeah. Okay. Uh, doctor, you know, this person, this is, this is okay. I, I, I know who as well as I know you, it seems like. Okay. Then yes, I will. Allow it. Uh, yeah, go for it. Relax your mind, young man. Um, telepathy and, and tap into Travis's mind and um, uh, uh, connect Travis to sort of the, for lack of a better way of putting it, like the Wi-Fi of Gallifrey. Um, like uh, by uh, by quote unquote opening Travis's mind, she's literally connecting him to the digital network. Um, <laughs> Travis's third iPhone. Yes, Travis's third eye is no longer blind. Is is what I'm saying. <laughs> Travis's third eye. Wow, ableist. Sees. Um. Oh, well, I, <laughs> hey. Uh, it worked for Davros. I don't know. Absolutely. Um. So the 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 mother of the sisterhood has reached out to you. Uh, using her 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 Vulcan mind meld no, no, and connected. No. no? I, <laughs> shut up, mother. Uh, and as as uh, it's not your turn. Uh, and has has connected you to the Wi-Fi of Gallifrey, the Wi-Fi of Rassilon, if you will. Um, <laughs> That's definitely his password. The yeah. password is the password is you seek immortality, but with all of the letters that look like numbers replaced with the number. Yes. Um, this, uh, this was and, set up uh, by the nephew of Rassilon, apparently. <laughs> 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 I mean, you get a story Rassilon, point back there, for there, that. There's That's a good. post-it note of Rassilon in his office that has it written down, so he can always yeah. remember what it is. <laughs> that story point puts me back at maximum. Thank you. Nice. Um, I'm picturing like, and, uh, the Time Lord IT department is just Time Lords, but they're in t-shirts. Like they're st- they're just 
they're just the IT department, you know? Like, anyway. Well, no, we know, we know that IT, because there's that, there's that woman that the doctor meets in uh, that one storyline in the. Um... That's right. Oh, in yes, the Invasion Proto of Time. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. She's, She's a great, great character. Lena should have left with her. Like, they had more chemistry than the, the guy. Anyway, sorry. Travis, uh, the, the mother of the sisterhood reaches out and touches you and has connected you to the. Well, I've already said that bit. We, talk, we did the jokes about the does password. It, hang on. Does this and, character not have a name? I mean, are we really. Not there's not like an Ophelia or something like that for this character. She's the great mother. That's what we're calling. Okay. Her. She's above yes. that okay. sort of tier. She's okay. Like She's the, the great mother. Um, and you can you now that you're connected into the Wi-Fi in the uh in the, the citadel of the capital, that main spire. You have you can see in your mind's eye like the pause screen on the 2016 version of Doom, a kind of a three dimensional map of the citadel. You can see where everything is. Um, you can, uh, there are certain, uh, individuals who are, I guess, who are important, who are also connected to the Wi-Fi. Um, you can see, like, little blips and, of, of, of other markers and locations. Um, and that is all now visible to you. You now know your way around the capital probably better than the Doctor does. And I, on top of that, I have sense of direction as a, you as do. a good trait. So, yeah. Yes. That's especially good. Yes. You now have a heads up display. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got full HP. Well, not full. No, you didn't take any damage earlier. You got full yeah. HP. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I think um, once he kind of gets that in his head, he's going to almost instinctively just like recoil back a little bit because it's just a lot for yeah. the mind to process. And uh, okay. Uh, wow. Uh, doctor, I can, I can see everything in, in the Citadel. Like I, I know exactly where everything is laid out. I can see in real time. I can see people moving about. It's, yeah. Okay. So if what Roman was saying is true, then we should be able to now find Rassilon and the keeper and get those keys. Um, and he turns to uh, the, what's her name? The head mother, great mother, the great mother, just the mother. Oh, great mother. I've great been mother. calling her the mother because I forgot how That's great That's fine. She yeah, is. the mother. Yeah, so he turns to the mother and says, thank you. Um, um, can can we, let, we should get you out of these cells. I mean. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, is there Still like a, here. is there a, a terminal nearby with controls to uh, deactivate them? Here's yeah, the there is weird... a. Oh, sorry. Go... Oh no, no, sorry. Go I ahead. We're saying we're still in here. Like it's been more than thirty seconds that have passed in this time. <laughs> <laughs> Her sense of time is weird. Yeah. I'm really enjoying uh, this character. Um, yeah. uh, you were about to say something. I'm going to let you say your thing. Here's the strange thing about Gallifrey: the locks on the cells are made of metal. I I don't get it either. Oh, um, I just oh, so at... I use my Sonic to try to open the locks. Oh, I was. I just look at Carrie. <laughs> <gasps> smashing time. <laughs> What's more interesting, Sonic or smashing? Well, there's a lot of cells. They smashing. could. They oh, could split I, them up. I thought being told the locks were metal was kind of a way of saying we finally have like non-wooden locks, like <laughs> <laughs> and non um, non dead non deadlocked cells. I was uh, just yeah. going to say earlier, Carrie would have commented on the fact that there were too many locked women in cages. This is nothing she would let just like slip by without saying anything. Just I also dislike there. it. Good to know. How long have I been in here? Can I smash this lock for you? 
Yes, please. Oh, let me stand back. Ooh, that do is, I have to ooh, roll That's a very that nice metal? tire yeah. iron. Look at that thing. Oh, go thank ahead. you. Look yeah, on the side. And... It says Rassilon. I don't know what that means. He brands everything. It's so weird. He? It's a he? Rassilon? Yeah, he, he's, he's actually... Yeah, he, he bet he writes his name on his underwear. Carrie, he's kind of the BBEG of this situation. <laughs> Big, bad, evil guy. Got it. Got it. Uh, okay, so if you want to try to smash the lock on uh, on the Great Mother's cell, give me coordination and strength. Ten. That to- total? Yes. Uh, any any buffs for the tire iron? Tire iron? Yeah, I'm going to give you a plus four for the tire iron, so that takes up to 14. 14. Uh, I would say 14. Uh, you definitely wang up the, the, the keyhole. Some sparks come out of it, uh, but it does not open. Oh, dang. All right, now I try to use a sonic to transmit an unlock signal. Yeah, I'm going to let you just do that, because why not? <laughs> I, love, point, I love the yeah. visual effect of it, of, like, Carrie just, like, going, like, hog wild with the <laughs> tire iron, and the doctor looking at her, and just going like this, and then all the locks open. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's great storytelling. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 lock, the, the locks for every cell fizzle open, and the, the cell doors slide open. Carrie definitely makes an audible groan sound because she's disappointed in the fact that she can't smash her way out of the situation. <laughs> Look, one kneecap gets her very far, okay? Her PA life is not this nice. <laughs> All right, I, here's what I think we need to do. I think Travis and Carrie, I think we need to get you some of the uniforms of the Chancellor Guard, and I yes. am going to get one of the Sisterhood of Karns outfits, and we're going to pull a Chewbacca. Yes, Great. we are! Oh. We we knocked out two guards just the other room. We can go. We'll, we'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. Their uniforms. Yeah, we'll just grab them, change. Uh, what do we all do right. about all the sisters? Are they gonna just do their own thing? Who They're is, all free now. This Chewbacca is he a great warrior? Yes, yes. he is. He's the a rookie from Kashyyyk, the greatest pilot in the world. Honestly, the Falcon really belongs to him. Han Solo just thinks he owns it, and he's also a very brave and loyal person. He will put his life on the line for you. <laughs> you hear you hear the doctor mutter, Harrison Dole is a better pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he is he with you? Is he is he like around the corner or something? No, it's me. It's 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 a it's a legend. Yeah. Oh 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 okay. I'll have to show you Star Wars later. There was a war. In the, oh, you know what? There's always wars in the stars. What am I talking about? We should. Uh, you're, on, you're, on, you're on Gallifrey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I just. Uh, We're I literally in the, in the middle night. of a Star War right now. <laughs> we we Star Wipe to Travis and Carrie putting on uh, the Chancellor Guard uniforms. Well, actually, I think I think when they go there, like. Uh, you know, they they strip off the uniforms from the guards, and then Travis like goes to take his shirt off, and they gets like super embarrassed, and then he like turns around. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I I was just technically on a date with this person not that long ago. This might be weird, and so it's like, I'll go around the corner to give you some privacy. Um, and oh yeah, I'm, so I'm fine. I was just gonna put the clothes on my clothes right now. Cause oh yeah, let's let's they're... just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Travis is already, like, down to his me-undies. And <laughs> and Carrie's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you- I'm already- I'm good to go. I think you just a free sponsorship moment, even though they're not a sponsor. <laughs> We're gonna they, they can, though, if they would like to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if they would like to sponsor us, I don't think anybody yeah. on this cast would say yeah. no. We'll turn- we'll, we'll, we'll definitely wear those Star Wars me-undies they've got. 
Um, yeah. Uh huh. Um, so yes, uh, the Doctor is now dressed as a member of the Sisterhood of Khan. Uh, Travis and Carrie are dressed as uh, Chancellor guards, complete with the helmets. Uh, Carrie will be definitely still carrying that uh, tire iron. Mm-hmm. Doctor definitely still has her power so Excellent. Yes. Yeah, any 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 equipment that I had, I have transferred over to my new outfit. Cool. Fanny uh, pack is, too. Is the Great Mother staying with the group for the time being? What's happening? I think the Great Mother is going to uh, uh, sort of gesture to the sisters and they'll all gather around uh, um, the Doctor and her companions uh, <gasps> and sort of raise their hands in like a blessing. And she'll be like, Doctor, we bless this sacred quest of yours, our fellow sister. Uh, do great. We're going to cause a bunch of distractions and just mess stuff up generally all over the place to keep everybody else busy. Does that sound... Good. Amazing. Yes, if you can get to my TARDIS, you'll be safe in there. Well, I'm not sure if your TARDIS is on this world, but I can check, actually. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, if, if you could well, find out where it is, that would be a really good task you could do when you're done with task A. Please Travis feed my cat. Checks... <laughs> Sister Tra- Furiosa, find her TARDIS. Ben, your hand was raised. Go ahead. Yes. Um, the blessing from the Sisterhood of Khan gives uh, all three of you an additional story point. Oh, thank oh you. I'm at max, so that's fine. So Yay! You add, now you're at max plus one. I'm at yeah. my regular. Um, I, Travis checks his uh, uh, mind map uh, yeah. to give the sisters sort of like an optimal route that would be uh, unguarded for the most part, um, but is also sort of leading them to an area that maybe they think that they want to cause a diversion in. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy for you to share that information. Please follow the unoccupied route to your diversion. <laughs> yeah. Please go this way. This way, everyone. Slight encounter at Farpoint. Please follow the flashing lights. To, yeah. <laughs> and then I think the, the right guards. And then while yeah. while he's checking the map, I think he's going to sort of concentrate and try to pinpoint where Rassilon and the Keeper are, whether they're together or not. Okay, so you... Rassilon, uh, his signal is coming from the very peak of the uh, the citadel in kind of Rassilon's throne room, his chamber, okay. uh, the very very top of the spire. Um, the uh, the keeper, uh, his signal is coming from the matrix, from the chamber that you were uh, you were in previously. Okay. It's coming from the matrix itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, oh, so I, re- I, think- I relay that to the doctor and and Carrie. Okay. I think that we need to get the Keeper's Key first. I think that Rassilon's going to be a bit of a tougher target. Will we be able to get into the Matrix without the keys? Well, we were. I mean, you need the keys to use the actual system, but we need the keys first. Okay. So then we should uh, go back the way we came. Well, actually, no, we can't climb that thing. I checked my brain to find a way back. <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh, the. There's an elevator not far from here that will take you back up to that floor. Yeah, I assume there was like a turbo lift or something kind of thing. All right. Um, yeah, so I think we I think we head back. Um, but I'm being marched in front of them as if I'm a prisoner and they're they're taking me to a cell. Okay. It's perfect for the Chewbacca <laughs> of it all because we're coming uh-huh. up in the elevator. <laughs> uh, hello? Uh, yes? I, I, think, yeah. I think when we're in the elevator, Travis like gives like a little bit of like an elbow nudge and like a... Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like to carry yeah, on. I've, I've got, I've got my hood up over my face a little bit, so you can't immediately see it's in my face. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And Carrie's like, I got it, Travis. Calm, calm down. I know. We could have a second where we enjoy it. I mean, you know. All right. Travis, that's fine. This is a very serious situation right now. Uh, so you step into this glass elevator and press the key to take you up to the level with the matrix on it again. Um, and the, this glass elevator is surrounded uh, predominantly by rock. Uh, and then you emerge out of the ground, um, running alongside the central spire. And you see it for the first time, the, the size and scale and scope of the capital. And as the, as the, the capsule rises, um, the, the, of Gallifrey itself, this kind of, these, this brilliant, vibrant orange sky and these kind of bronze, brass and golden spires, um, all sticking up out of the ground, uh, jutting, uh, upwards, uh, like they're reaching towards the sun with the light shining through that glass dome. Um, and this is the first time, uh, that Carrie has seen this world at all. This is the first time that Travis has seen it from this. Uh, from this position, um, how does everyone feel seeing seeing this for the first time? My my hood is down. I mean, I was, I, I, I've already seen it, yeah. so I'm kind of just yeah. keeping my head down and I'm not saying anything. Yeah, it's saying it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say that uh, Carrie's definitely admiring the view as much as she yeah. can because it reminds her of. Um, the rock formations definitely remind her of. Oh, she knows what Batu is. Yeah, Batu or Coruscant. Not Coruscant, excuse me. Um, what's another really rocky planet? Uh, oh, Genos. Genosis, right? Um, around her. Sorry, that took me a while to think. Yeah. Is it just you and me? It's like all those those fictional oh. planets you've been on, but real. And it you, is, but real, and it's super cool. Yeah. I'm sure, like a little bit of like nostalgia is hitting her, um, and they're executing the best plan ever, which is the Chewbacca plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but because she's so by the book, she's definitely trying to keep it yeah. uh, in check. Yeah. Um, because there's something obviously more important at play, yeah. uh, and she she smiles at Travis's like goofiness and like nudging and everything um but she does shoot him she like raises her eyebrows but shoots him a little bit of a a mini death glare of like you need to you need to get your stuff together and calm yourself down right now i think he picks up on that and he's like yeah it's my coping mechanism i'm sorry yeah <laughs> uh, don't apologize just do travis sure yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, Travis getting a good lay of the land is, like, it's definitely breathtaking, and I think he even would say to the doctor, it's like, your your home planet is beautiful, but I I think I understand why you would want to distance yourself from maybe some of the people. Uh, before, the doctor nods. Yeah, before the doctor really gets a chance to respond, the, the door slides open, uh, taking you to the floor you were previously on, where you had your first encounter with those two guards, and in fact... There they are, the door opens and you can see them guarding the door to the Matrix with strict instructions not to let anybody in, not even you. So, uh, Except if we give the password. Ah-ha-ha! Yes, and Carrie remembers that Travis is not very good with speaking, so she kind of like sticks out her arm and like taps in the chest. She's like, just let me do this, okay? Mm-hmm. 
the three of you walk up to the chancellery guard and they uh they see you and there's a moment of confusion where you can kind of see them like reach for their stasers and kind of point them tentatively in your direction but there's definitely an air of we were told like there's is a confusion but they still kind of say stop 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 Leroy, Dennis third eye blind okay that means if you okay let me remember this let me okay so if you say third eye hang on Dennis shut up if you say Carrie kind of sneaks behind them uh, and does that like arm hold thing where she goes like sleep 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 she's like (laughs) are you legitimately doing that yeah I will roll for that I will roll for that she does not have time for this right now (laughs) alright cool um Let's do that. Go, uh, well, we, we're now we're in a conflict. Uh, uh, so that's definitely going to be a fight. What is everyone else doing? I'm going to uh, be a doer in that I'm going to like not expose myself. So I'm going to kind of like let them play this out how they want to play it. Okay, I dig that. Um, Travis, what are you doing? I think that I have to follow Carrie's lead at this point. There's sort of no room for anything else so yeah uh, are you gonna... also gonna try to incapacitate the other one yeah probably um not as well okay <laughs> um all right i would like both of you to roll um uh if we're gonna if we're talking about like covering their mouth like trying to incapacitate them let's make that strength and coordination got it 12 but I 12. will give up story points to make this as successful as possible. Okay. I got a 15. 15 is good. Because um, look, she's just trying to knock them out. She's not trying to kill yeah. them. She likes yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, let me add this up quick. Uh, so it's five. Uh, it's yes, but. Um, you do incapacitate them, uh, and they, uh, they do go down, um, and we'll see if there are any consequences to that later. He said ominously. They said ominously. All right, we can't leave these bodies out here. We gotta drag them into the next room with us. Yeah, Travis, that's part of Champ Plan Chewbacca. Did you see anybody (laughs) leave bodies behind? No. All right, yeah, we uh, we we open the door to the the matrix chamber. All right, you uh, uh, you do that. The door slides open, and it's an eerie sight seeing yourself standing at that same console before. Uh, there's another you um, looking almost identical. They are wearing um, very simple, not really robes, not really Time Lord robes, but like kind of the red and gold of uh, of the High Council, um, in a very kind of streamlined kind of like a body fitted outfit, um, uh, with a little bit of, and you can kind of see on the side of of the other used face this kind of metal plate uh, stuck to the side, kind of like when Picard had been rescued from mm. the uh, from the Borg, and there was there were those kind of strips of metal on the side of his face for a little bit at the end of that episode, um, and you see you see him kind of working. Um, with a, a focus um, at that terminal. 
uh, as you drag these these unconscious bodies into the room. I grab one of the stasers from the unconscious guards. Okay. Uh, the uh, the other you uh, just smiles ever so slightly, and uh, and without looking away from the terminal says, "I don't think that's a very good idea, Travis. Do you?" No, but we'll call this Plan B. And I think I think with that, Travis takes his helmet off. Like the 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 jig is up, mm-hmm. so there's no sense in having the pretense of him not presenting himself as himself. Yeah. The doctor Carrie, leaves her. The doctor leaves her hood up. Carrie whispers to the doctor. So okay, so there's Nega Travis and regular Travis, and they do we do I swing now, or are we or are we being cool right now? Doctor shrugs. I, the, the doctor. I wanted to. Can I make Riley my eye? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Carrie, I would like you to do a uh, just a straight up and down awareness roll. Okay. Ooh, triple threes makes it a nine. Nine's nine's not terrible. Um, the the doctor without lifting her robe up. Um, looks to you and you just see her raise a finger to her mouth as if to say shush. Oh, I like that. Carrie just kind of shrinks into the wall a little bit. Uh, yes. And the, uh, the, the other Travis is, uh, he's still looking at that console, he's flicking switches and, 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 uh, and dials and, and turning, and you can, and, and, and turning dials and knobs and you can see the light uh, in this room begin to shift through different colors in the spectrum, right? It started off as kind of a light, brilliant blue, and then it shifts to a gold, and then a green, and then a purple, um, as as he continues kind of operating this this console. Rassilon is in the throne room. Go to him. I'll take care of this. What do you do? I think Carrie just looks at the doctor, because right now she's like, I'm dead. Duh. Duh. Uh, so the, the, the doctor just kind of nods. Yes. Got it. So we're getting out of here? Nope, we're staying here. We're staying <laughs> I shrug. Here. Yeah, doc- doctor shrugs. <laughs> All right, well, I'm getting out of this, like, guard uniform then. Uh, the doctor leaves you... the, uh, the uh, sisterhood robe on, and we head out. The other Travis, um, who we'll refer to as Dark Travis, um, is uh, c- continues to fiddle with the dolls until the light in this room is now is red. Uh, there's a, a a light red light flooding this chamber, um, kind of uh, tinting everything with with that crimson. And uh, he flicks one switch, and you can hear an energy build up in the center, and. Uh, and he smiles again, and now he turns and he looks at you, and it's just, it, there's this really unsettling feeling as you see yourself, this other, this other you, this, this you, the road not taken, this version of you who wasn't plucked out of time and space, who, who met the wire and chose to work with the wire. What, whatever, cho- whatever type of person this other Travis is, um, you, you may never know the, the specifics of. Um, but he just looks at you and he smiles and he takes a couple of steps forward. Uh, and I, I, I says, raise the Caesar and say, stay where you are. That's perfectly fine. If you need a security blanket, Linus, 
go ahead and point that at me. I think I'm just going to continue staring. Like, just... For a moment, I mean, Travis is, you know, he knew to expect yeah. this, but it's still, yeah. it's the first time, like, if you ever see yourself, yeah. that's not a mirror image, you're seeing yourself yeah. the way that everyone else does. I mean, it's, yeah. you have to take a pause regardless, you know, yeah. whether the fate he, of the universe is on the line or not. He he looks at you and he, he just says, does this confuse you? Are you scared by this? Baffled? Ah, I know. And then he raises his arm uh, to point a gun at you, kind of mirroring your stance with the staser. And then he he smiles and, and kind of laughs to himself, and then he says, This is all largely irrelevant at this point. It's basically just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. You and me, we're, we're way past all this. So what is it that you hope to achieve? Well... Frankly, you're dragging my good name through the mud, and I really could do without that. Um, you're, you're, you're a stowaway from a dead dimension, from a dead universe. We we saw it crumble around us, and you had the audacity to hitch a ride in my mind. And now, all you want to do is. What, destroy reality? You're not me anymore. You haven't been me probably ever. And frankly, just because you look like me, that doesn't mean I'm not going to do everything in my power to stop you. You got this big fancy machine behind you. You got this big fancy plan. But you know what? That head of yours is empty, my friend. You, you of all people should know that there is power in information, but if you just have that information and don't have the wisdom to use it, well, you're just a coward. You're just a scared little boy looking for meaning and when he couldn't find it, lashed out on the world. Now, granted, The Wire took advantage of you, but there was still a part of you that was Travis, and you forgot that with great power comes great responsibility. So, I never forgot that, and there is no way in this universe or any other parallel or alternate universe that I will let you get away with any of this. And I fire at the machine. Oh, uh, you, you fire the staser at the machine. Um, and it does not hit the, there is a, there is a barrier, uh, between, uh, between you and in fact, the other Travis. So it hits this kind of this red, red energy field. Uh, that seems to absorb the blast, and uh, the the other Travis, the Dark Travis, just kind of looks at you and says, "Did you think I wouldn't have thought of that? You're you're holding a gun. What do you think I would do if our situation were reversed? You think I didn't consider this? Oh no, I knew exactly that you would protect yourself. I just needed to learn how."
Carrie and uh, and the Doctor, you are heading back uh, towards, the, I guess, to the elevator. Mm-hmm. That would be right, right? Okay. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll cut to uh, you in the glass elevator, um, uh, ascending the spire, heading up towards the top floor. And you're in the elevator. Do you, uh, uh, as it as it zips up the side of the the spire. Uh, and you're in the elevator. You're just in the elevator right now. What's up? <laughs> uh, do you think Travis is going to be okay, Doctor? Doctor nods. You're awfully quiet right now. You doing okay? She makes a shush noise with her with her finger. Got it. So, up, I'm guessing. Thumbs up. Got it. So uh, the 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 elevator dings and the door opens into this kind of grand uh, throne room, um, and you get the impression there would normally it's it's a it's a fairly sizable room, and you get the impression that maybe there'd be a lot of uh, members of the Chancellery Guard or maybe other members of the High Council in this space, like maybe courting audience with uh, with the uh, the Emperor King Rassilon. But instead, there's just a single throne in the middle of the room. And Rassilon is kind of uh, not really sitting on it, but kind of like leaning with his with his legs kind of dangling over the side uh, as he peels an orange. Wow! I feel like Harry would look around and be a little confused. He's peeling an orange on a throne, and I don't know who he is. Right? I don't recognize you, him. Yeah, you've not you've not met this person. You've Got not it. met this person at all. I would imagine that uh, uh, Riley. I would imagine that you have. Uh, you would recognize this person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just see this this person in kind of very regal robes. Uh, uh, this kind of old man. There's a, a metal gauntlet on the floor, kind of down within reach, within an arm's reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just With kind of six munching... crystals. Oh, I'm sorry. No. What? Thanos? Beyonce? And, uh... And yeah, he's he's he peels this orange and then he looks over to the elevator door and he says, uh, "Oh, oh, you're here. This I don't actually know who you. There's a sisterhood, and I don't know who you who who are, who are you? Well, the real question is, who are you? We don't oh. know who you are either. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. There really isn't much need to learn." Your names, you won't be around long enough for me to bother remembering them. I, I am Rassilon. I am the God Emperor of the Time Lords. Soon to be pretty much everything. Soon to be, as they say, it. Orange? Carrie rolls her eyes while he's saying a lot of his, his very short speech. She's grateful, but short. She thought she was, Rass- she was gonna monologue her to death. Rassilon uh, uh, responds to your rolling your eyes by rolling an orange across the floor. He pulls an orange out of a sack that's behind of the throne <laughs> and just rolls it across. He says, help, please, help yourself, please. Do enjoy. It might be the last thing you eat for quite some time. Would Carrie- your friend uh, from the Sisterhood of Khan, would, would she like an orange? Carrie stops the orange with her foot. Ah, uh, no. I think she's okay, uh, but my friend, this, 
carjack that I have right here is uh, a little suspicious of you. That sounds highly unlikely. Carjacks aren't sentient on Gallifrey. <laughs> was that a? I think. Did, did I think the doctor you... actually laugh at that. Right? No, that was Riley. That was Riley laughing. I think when you <laughs> when you raise the thing up like you're going to attack with it, uh-huh. the sister puts her hand out and puts it down to like direct your hand, like relax. Got it. And then, um, so Rassilon doesn't suspect this of the doctor at all. No. Okay. I, I keep keep playing the scene out because I, I can't start yeah. my game yet. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 no, yeah. This is. Yeah. Uh, Rass- Rassilon says, "Are you sure I have plenty of oranges here? They're a delicacy from from Soul Three, um, and they're quite. That's I, you're human, right? That's your home world. So we could like you probably." Never had or seen an orange. I hear that they're quite uh, quite the rarity. Yeah, I don't know who you got your information from, buddy, but uh, oranges are a dime a dozen in California. I'm oh. good right now. Uh, I'll, I'll ask have... again in 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I'm... I'm, in, I'm thoroughly enjoying this it's it's so rare to be so far ahead of everyone to the point where i don't actually have to uh, oh you hell never i don't have to do any of that bluster i don't have to say we must accelerate to the final i don't have to do any of that i can just sit here and eat my oranges from soul three uh and uh and just wait it's pretty great well, since Would you like seen... a chair? There's plenty of chairs around. Well, and I'm good right here with the orange beneath my foot. Uh, you know, since you seem so talkative, uh, what is what is the great plan? Oh, great time king lord. <laughs> oh, and the sneering uh, is the sneering is definitely Carrie. She's she's pulling on her best uh, general organo that she can. I listen. I may not have to do things like. You know, declare that we're in the final phrase, f- final phase, or that we must accelerate our progress, or uh, or yell things like "resistance is useless" or "get those fools." I might not have to do any of that, but if you think I'm stupid enough to monologue my plan, I'm. There's just no call for it. You Are know, you sure you wouldn't like an orange? Yeah, I I just I don't feel like that. No. No, I'm good. I can't I'm help good. but notice that your your friend is being dangerously quiet. Why don't you lift well, that hood and you... we'll see who you really are? Well, you should know her tongue's cut out. That's why she's so silent. <laughs> she can't speak anyways. So and you're just wasting like, your time. It like, tur- <laughs> like turns and cocks my head to you. Like... And then I just Mike, like Mike... Fl- Carrie <laughs> flicks uh, her yeah. eyes at like like she looks at the doctor through the corner of her eyes like just go with it just just don't say anything just go with it. <laughs> I Mike, what did uh, you have a thought? Yeah, I think the uh, the doctor's gonna step forward. Uh, the doctor could step forward, hood down, and sort of get closer to Rassilon and offer her hand out to take an orange. Okay, yeah, I do that. And does Rassilon give the doctor an orange? Uh, Rassilon, uh, points to the bag. Like, as if, do you wanna, would you like? Uh, yeah, like a gimme And then, yeah. And then the the hooded figure, uh, whispers, 
Do you know where we are? Rassilon says, we're in my... As he kind of slowly hand reaches out with an orange, he says, we're in my phone room at the end of days? Question mark? That's a win. Do you know where we are? In my throne room? On Gallifrey. Yes. I, I'm not entirely sure. I, did you want two oranges? Is this an intimidation ploy? Do you know what the doctor does on Gallifrey? My experience is she runs away. How does she do that? Vassalon looks with absolute confusion, like, what is happening? What are you doing? And then the the sister pulls down her hood, and Carrie realizes this is not the doctor, and this is actually one of the sisters that she saw from the cells downstairs, and that's who went upstairs with her and Travis, and they left the doctor behind. And suddenly the doctor's hand reaches out and grabs Rassilon's hands from the side. And the doctor says, I steal TARDISes. And she grabs Rassilon and she pulls him into a TARDIS that she has stolen and has, has landed secretly behind him. And she says... And I even left off the parking brake. And she pulls him into this. (laughs) One of the chairs around his throne room has been a TARDIS this whole time. (laughs) I love 800% of this. Um, I I am going to ask you to spend some story points for the TARDIS. And I'm going to have to ask you to spend five for the TARDIS. Absolutely. I'm going to do it. Alright, yeah, so you've stolen a TARDIS and you've you've taken Rassilon. Oh, I haven't stolen a TARDIS. Go on. Uh, so I go running into one, and I'm kind of imagining... Because Rassilon doesn't come easily, right? I would imagine, yeah, that's going to be a struggle. Okay. Um, which we'll come to in a moment. Okay. Unless you so want that now. No, I think we should. I think we need to play... Okay. This is going to be tough. Because I, I... Okay. What I have in mind, I think, is amazing, but I think it might get really laborious with rolling it every time. Um, we can do a roll and have that kind of carry through. Okay. Depending on what you want to do. Um, what what's like a good roll for like a general kind of pursuit and evasion kind of scene? All right, so let's do it as a strength contest. So that's going to be um, uh, strength and. Um, We'll call it strength and fighting. We'll, we'll, we'll do it as a, as a contest for strength and fighting. I got a 14 on that. I got an 11. You win that particular okay. contest. Ben, I would also like to ask to make... Um, I, I don't want to say what it is yet, but I want to make a sleight of hand. Like, what would be like a sleight of hand check? So, I don't know, subterfuge uh, and what? That's definitely going to be uh, coordination and subterfuge. Okay. And can I add in my quick reflexes? Uh, I'm going to let you do that on this occasion. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, that's a 15. Okay, that does it. You pull Rassilon off of his throne uh, and uh, and start dragging him towards the TARDIS. He knocks over the bag of oranges as he goes, spilling uh, spherical fruit 
across the throne room. He tries to reach for the, the, the gauntlet at the base of the throne. It's just out of reach, he can't get it. Uh, and then he starts tugging and trying to pull away, and eventually he gets loose from your grip and starts uh, scrambling and, 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 and running uh, away from, from what he perceives to be your targets. And when he runs, he runs smack into the doctor again, and she has emerged from yet another TARDIS in the room. And the struggle begins anew, and they have essentially the same kind of thing. And he keeps running from her, but every single time he gets away from her, he finds her again. And that's when he realizes that she has used the time that she's had to set up. This This is part of this plan that she's had lifetimes to think about at this point. She has set up... not It's not the Docker's TARDIS. It is TARDIS yeah. that have been stolen from the like the the bay in, in Gallifrey essentially and she set herself up there so whenever he escapes she knows to position herself a future version of herself so like this might be like an hour of her time setting this up but Carrie sees it all happening like instantaneously Benny, Benny Hill style where the right. doctor is chasing uh, Ga- Ga- in and out of these doors in this elaborate chase scene and what Carrie realizes is that the gauntlet that has been kicked towards her because uh, it she was close enough to get the oranges, so the doctor kind of kicked the gauntlet a little bit towards Carrie. Um, and that's how this has played out so far, until finally yeah. the doctor gets him into a TARDIS. And I think that's the end of what I can say happens with my role. But Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's continue that thread a little bit. Yeah, um, I think I think from here yeah. on out, I think, I, I think that's the end of where yeah. my story point can get me. Yeah. And this is where we are now. You are... You are inside the TARDIS that you have stolen. It's a very kind of vintage retro look, white walls, roundels, a very old school, sleek TARDIS console. Uh, And Rassilon kind of struggles free um, as you... What are you doing inside this TARDIS? I'm trying to fly him away from uh, Gallifrey and his his, um, source of power. Uh, He... uh, uh, he, he, He shouts... Do you? You're an idiot. Do you know what you're doing? No, I'm the doctor. I never know. Do, do you not realize the perfector has been activated? I don't know what that means. I, I guess I have to explain everything. The perfector... The perfector is my final design, doctor. The perfector will convert all of reality into energy that can be consumed by me, sustaining me in perpetuity as the last life form in the known universe. If I'm not on that throne when it powers up, do you know what happens? What's that? Nothing! <laughs> that sounded more dramatic in my head, let me clarify. Nothing, and nothing will continue to happen. There will be nothing. There will have been nothing. There is nothing something needs to be there to absorb all that energy and without it the universe will simply stop now do you want to put me back on my throne or not do you know what you just did I have a horrible feeling you're about to tell me you just monologued your whole plan Well, that's because I thought I wasn't good. You know what? Sh- shut up! Um. Yeah. So then I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. I. I what, is, what does he do now to try to get away from me? 
Uh, he, um, Rassilon dives to the console to try to take control. Okay. Uh, I'll roll. You know what? I will, just for the sake of, of more fun storytelling, I'll say that he does that. Because I think, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to contest it with a roll. All right, I'll, let me give you, I'm going to give you a, a couple of story points back for that then. Because okay. that's, that's, that's a power play. Uh, Rassilon takes control of the, of the TARDIS and takes it back to the throne room. Okay. Uh, Ca- Carrie, there's a moment where the TARDIS that uh, that the Doctor and Rassilon had climbed into vanishes, and then and then five short seconds later, he appears uh, next to the throne, uh, and Rassilon emerges, um, uh, and uh, he he reaches down to grab the gauntlet. Oh, uh, I I I die for it too. Uh, oh, I assume she picked it up when I came. Yeah, yeah that, I, I, I thought yeah. I had already picked it up. Yeah, that I was. I wasn't like sure. I was. Yeah, I was gonna say he reaches down for the gauntlet. He reaches down for the gauntlet, and it's not there. Hey, buddy, looking for this? Doc Travis looks at you and he says, "Okay, you figured out that when it's laser versus force field, force field always wins. That can't be news to you." Did we not grow up watching the exact same movies? We did, but I needed to know exactly that it was a neutrino shell laser grid protecting you. Um, You see, uh, Travis, there's something in your timeline that never happened to you. You never traveled with the doctor. And so you never learned the importance of, and Travis with his non-staser holding hand pulls out his Game Boy and points it, says, you never learned how to reverse the polarity and uses the transmit function on the Game Boy to disengage the force field. Uh, uh, your Game Boy has story points associated with it, right? Uh, no, we determined that uh, I would have to spend my own. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and, if you want to spend uh, two story points for that Yep. All right, those, those fizzle out, the force field fizzles. Uh, and and uh, Travis, the smile drops from his face, uh, and he uh, takes a couple of steps back towards the console. Wait! No. Not before Travis runs at him with full force to tackle him. All right, so we're gonna make this a strength and fighting contest. Um, brave. Uh, I'll give you plus two for brave. Um, no, we determined I can't use my reliable, which is fine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, didn't roll super great. Uh, 13. That's actually really good compared to how Dark Travis rolled. Um, you were able to successfully tackle him to the ground. He's, his back is now lying against the ground, uh, and you're on top of him. Cool. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm kind of pinning his hands to the side, mm-hmm. and I just look him dead in the eye, And I say, you may think you're the only one with uh, a head full of knowledge, but uh, I've got a little something called Norman Antivirus. And I'm connected to this whole planet. So using the Gallifrey Wi-Fi that Travis is now in tune to, I want to broadcast my good friend Clippy, a.k.a. Norman, a.k.a the disc defrag that's inside his brain, and I want to basically treat Dark Travis's mind as if it were a hostile 
virus and I want to destroy him. Oh my word. Okay, I need to know how many story points you currently have. I have eight. Uh, this is going to cost you eight story points. Okay. To, to obliterate him with Norman. Um, like, I don't want to kill him. I want to basically wipe out all of anything that was technology, anything that makes him more than just an ordinary Travis human. Okay, yeah, this is definitely going to be... That's still going to be eight story points. Yep. I want to throw over now to Michael for a description of what this process of de-augmenting Dark Travis looks like. I imagine it like cubes within cubes, like tesseracts of data, shifting and changing like a big, strange ocean of digital sand, uh, and waves of lime green wash over it and change the, the sort of weird, dark Travisy coating to a, I don't know, slightly less dark Gallifrey coating. It's it's not necessarily better, but it, it's it's like waves washing over. Digital space and, and clearing out all the detritus. I like this very, very much. Um, you kind of see in in Dark Travis's eyes, you can see this kind of cascade of 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 lime green pixels kind of rippling over his eyes. And then suddenly you're not looking at malice anymore. You are looking at Travis. You are looking at yourself uh, in your purest form uh, no digital augmentations no wire manipulation uh, and and he looks at you and he just kind of his face drops and he goes he says oh my god did, did I we, we've got to stop this now I yeah I get up and I help him to his feet and I think he probably stumbles quite a bit and I'm there to catch him and I yeah. embrace him for a hug and he I say hold, he holds you so yeah. tight he hugs you so so tight and I say it wasn't your fault but we have to make this right and I'm guessing you no longer remember how to make this right but I might I need your key right now I I, I, I don't remember a lot but there's something in there here and he hands you his his key and it looks like a regular yale key uh but with the uh the seal of rassilon that kind of vaguely celtic knotted symbol of infinity on the on the end and he hands you the key and he says i was trying to think of something fun and clever to say here i i've been through a lot okay you really are me aren't you (laughs) i want to say it's been a long day but it's been a lot longer than that. It's been one week. Since you looked at me. All right. Thank you, man. <laughs> I think this is the first time Travis has heard his joke from the outside and kind of rolls his eyes. And goes, Is that what I sound like? And he looks at you and says, is that what I am? I that judgmental? Uh, OK, wow. I need to reevaluate some things a lot of things i've done some messed up stuff in the past couple of days um okay so uh i i uh travis still has the game boy so he's gonna broadcast a message to the doctor saying got the key 
but then um wants to take a look at the console in front of him because is it the matrix or is it the thing to, uh that's uh linked to Rassilon's plan the best answer to that question is yes okay and we will cut back to the throne room uh carrie you are standing hot wearing uh Rassilon's gauntlet uh Rassilon is kind of looking at you with like absolute panic and says you do not know how to wield that so i would suggest very carefully handing it back i lean out of the tardis that i'm in and i go she's a production assistant she knows how to do everything she's a production Uh... assistant oh god no and he kind of falls back into the throne that's right rassalon i'm a pa from los angeles on a mega million dollar can't talk about it. Dang it, I have an NDA. <laughs> um doesn't matter if you have I know a ninth doctor adventure? Not. Sorry. I might not know how to use this, but I at least know that you can't have it. So thanks for the offer, but I'm gonna keep this. And I would say she starts heading towards where the doctor came out of, like peeked out of and the doctor goes, no, no, run, run. And then, like, oh, okay. she wants and you to get she, away from here. <laughs> she pivots and, and runs out. Uh, Rassilon's sitting on the throne watching Carrie run away. Uh, shouts, guards! Uh, and uh, four members of the Chancellery Guard emerge from, I don't know, everywhere. Um, and he, he just kind of points to the door and, and yells, get her! Uh, and they, they give chase. All right, um... I'm going to take a left. I don't know if there's a hallway. What is the layout of this place? I'm going to keep guessing. Well, let's do... In the grand tradition of classic Doctor Who, we'll just reuse the same corridor set over and over again for a chase. So there are separate chase rules. Um, We're going to have everyone do do runs. Now, what is your your, uh, coordination score? Uh, so I have a two, and uh, I don't know if carrying the carjack still impacts me, but I'm definitely still carrying that baby. No, I think and... you're good. Two's good. Cool. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, you, uh, your coordination is two. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's a clumsy one. Theirs is four. Um, so I need you to... Uh, right now, they are gaining on you because their coordination is higher. Mm-hmm. Um if you want to uh, increase your speed, if you want to try to outrun them, mm-hmm. uh, then I need a coordination uh, and strength roll. Okay. All right. I have an eight now. <laughs> Look, shenanigans uh, can happen. Ten. Uh, I have eleven. So that so the 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 four members of the Chancellery Guard uh, catch up to you and and go to uh, tackle you. Uh, I, I stop in my tracks, and before they have a chance to stop me, I hold my hands up and go, STOP! Uh, I'm hoping the voice of authority helps me to get them to, like, stutter stop and freeze. Give me presence plus convince with a plus two for voice of authority. Okay. We're Calvin balling things a little bit here, but that's part of the fun! It's how we do. It is how we do. It's how we've done since episode one. Fifteen. Uh, they stop dead in their tracks, but they have their stasers pointed at you. 
It's very The Fugitive right, right now. Have you guys ever thought that you might be fighting for the wrong team? I'm just saying this. Does he pay for your benefits? Does he care about you as individuals? I don't think so. So, what I'm proposing to you guys is if you help me get this gauntlet to good Travis, only I get to decide which one's good or not, okay? So, I'm just... <laughs> all right? Just it's, it's, that out. It's, it's more than one Travis. Yeah, let me worry about that, because who am I? <laughs> I'm the captain right now, okay? Uh, so, okay, eyes, all right. eyes. Shh. Thank you. You'll get a cookie later, okay? So... Ah! What I'm can suggesting I, can to I have an oatmeal cook? I like oatmeal. You know what? Me too. And yeah! so, so does my cat. But we're digressing here. If, if you get extra bonus points, maybe you'll come along. But what I'm saying is, is that his benefit package sucks. And uh, you should help me instead. Got it? Uh, go ahead and roll uh, Present and Convince with Voice of Authority again. Uh, and uh, is there anything else that we need to add to that? I think so. I think it works though, because I just rolled garbage for the Chancellor Guard. Chancellor garbage. Chancellor garbage. Fourteen. That does it. Yeah, they they're like, oh yeah, yeah. We we don't even get PTO in this job. This is <gasps> rubbish. No PTO. That's so unfair, you guys. We got to talk about unions and labors later. But you know what? Actually, what I need one of you to help me with first is uh we gotta find travis i don't know how we're gonna do that but he is oh super... i know i know where he is you do oh my god yeah. gold star for me He's... what is your name uh my name is clem that's great clem see everybody we're all gonna act like clem so clem lead the way please I don't want to act like Clem. He's got a stupid voice. Oh, that's that's a really mean hey. thing to say. Hey, Listen, words I'm just hurt. Speaking my okay? truth. Words hurt. Yeah, Keep words them hurt. Keep them inside. Uh, you know, do you, you know what? Do you, I'm very I will take sorry. away your cookie. I will. Don't make me. I'm very sorry. I don't. Thank want, you. I'm, can Can I have my cookie now? Or yeah. Do I have to have yeah. It yeah. Let me just grab you one from oh, my candy okay. pack. I always have one. Oh, that's me. Oh, we were getting cookies and everything. We okay. Don't... Yeah. Okay, but we got to keep walking, guys. So right. Eating cookies and, and walking. Okay. Yeah. He'll be in. He'll be at the matrix. He's the keeper Thank of the matrix. So you. let's 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 hustle, everyone. And then everyone kind of moves towards the elevator. Um, Doctor, what are you doing in this moment? Uh, I think that while the diversion has been happening to get uh, Carrie free, I think the doctor has used one of those TARDISes to kind of head back down to, I think she's going to meet them at the Matrix. Alright, um, so the two Travises are, are in the Matrix when you begin to hear the, the, the grinding of ancient engines in desperate need of a service um, as this TARDIS appears and the two Travises look over. Um, as, as the stolen TARDIS materializes and outsteps the Doctor. Hello. Hi, Travis. Hey, other Travis. Is this? You've been traveling with her, right? Oh, so this this one's mine then. All right, great. Um, no, wait. (laughs) I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm your Travis. This was Dark Travis. Look at the panel on his head. Um, I'm real. I I got it by the fact that he just said he's your real, but I'm also real. Okay, let me do. All right. So I didn't say. I didn't. Hang on. Um, I didn't say. I didn't say. Oh, Travis Prime. That's actually very cute. Um, Travis, why do you always think that your universe is the first... Look, oh, oh, your universe is... Oh, oh. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. All right, look. I didn't. First of all, just to be clear, I didn't say real Travis. I did say my Travis. Just be clear. Yeah. Okay. We we don't have a lot of time though. This thing is powering up. Well, I believe if we, uh, I believe I, I have a solution, um, and she should be here very soon. Ding! The elevator door opens, and uh, enter Carrie with four members of the Chancellery Guard. She doesn't just her. enter. She comes in screaming with that card back first. <laughs> Let me tell you, she is she's hyped them up. So while while you guys have been discussing, she's hyped up the rest of the team in the elevator. They're going. <laughs> they're going at it. Lord of the Rings style. Full, <laughs> full screaming. I think I don't know uh Dan what what Travis your Travis, Travis Prime is gonna do, but but formerly Dark Travis is definitely gonna stick his arms out and go No 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 I I I think my Travis is uh basically wants to examine the machine to see if there's technology that he can understand. Yeah, okay. Um he does so not you're... care about the screaming that's happening. Being, I've been traveling with Carrie for a bit now. I know this is how she rolls. Thank you, <laughs> Travis. Being connected to the Wi-Fi grants you certain privileges. You're not, you don't just have access to a map of the of the, the the capital of the Citadel. You also have access to, um, especially now that he is no longer actively blocking access. You have access to the other Travis's data files. You know, you have access to all of the information about the Perfector. Uh, everything that Rassilon said to the Doctor earlier is correct, except for one detail. The goal of the Perfector is to ob- turn all of the universe into energy to coalesce and feed one entity. Rassilon had been convinced through his partnership with Dark Travis that it was going to feed into him on the throne. That is incorrect. It will be feeding into the matrix it will essentially invert reality everything that is outside of the matrix will become the matrix everything that is inside the matrix or everyone who is inside the matrix becomes reality and all of the energy that becomes this external matrix uh will will coalesce into the matrix and its original goal was to feed dark travis to sustain dark travis and allow him inside of this metal sphere the ability to travel to parallel worlds and consume them. And it is powering up with no one inside right now. All right, so I try to relay that to the doctor as fast as possible. Obviously, I'm not going to. <laughs> I actually kind of want to hear your description of well, that no, in panics Travis mode. But Travis would know what he's talking about, and if you yeah. ask me to recall that right now, I'm going to have <laughs> okay. large no, that's gaps fair. of it. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I hold my hand out, like I'm reaching out for Carrie to toss me the gauntlet. Oh. And I do. Because right. my general told me to. And hey, I... <laughs> here's what we'll do. Let's do a coordination and athletics for both of you. Okay. I have a 13 if I don't add anything to it. Like reflexes or anything like that. Uh, I would say with, with those numbers, I would say that Carrie throws it. It looks like it's going to be a little off center, but the doctor manages to catch it anyway. Okay. So I slip my hand into it and I go mm-hmm. and I place it on the console. And mm-hmm. all I'm doing right now is using it as like a stopgap to kind of start absorbing some of the, the energy that's starting to like mm-hmm. power up to try to like mitigate 
like it's I don't think this is going to solve the problem. This is just me doing this temporarily to kind of like buy us a little more time. Okay. Uh I like that. Um I'm not it's the gauntlet. I'm not going to have you spend any story points. This is a, a severely OP tool. Okay. Uh, and and you you hear it kind of power down. You hear the you hear the matrix begin to power down as the perfector loses power, but you also once it powers down, you hear it kind of slowly start to power up again, mm-hmm. and you're aware that you have bought yourself some time. Yeah, I'm, I'm that- wondering. I'm kind of watching the door because I've already assumed that Rasslon's going to come running in at any moment, so I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen. The doors slide open, and Rasslon walks in with with a determined ferocity on his face. Doctor, were you able to get his key? Hello, Rassilon. Doctor? Why don't, you, why don't you answer that question from my friend here? Well, I think you'll find... And he, he, he reaches into his pocket. And he and... ignites a power cell that I slipped into his pocket and oh! placed with his key. Oh! Holy! That was what that subterfuge roll was for. <laughs> yep. That you didn't yep. tell us what... Okay, so yep. I now need to do... Um, Doctor, actually, I'm going to have you do this roll... Um, to see how much damage this does. We're going to call this Ingenuity and uh, Technology. Okay. Holy. Ben, I... I... Hang on. Hang on. Yes, take a picture. (laughs) Proof is in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. I'm sending this to all of you in the the, the Facebook messenger right now. Good. I need uh, and I'm right I'm letting I'm letting the audience at home know that what I am sending to the other cast of my show is a pair of double sixes. Holy! <laughs> I rolled a and my 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 regular flat for that is eleven, and so I just rolled a so I rolled twelve plus eleven, so that's twenty three. Yes. 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 Correct. That you see Rassilon's robes go up in flame as this battery pack, as this power cell detonates in the pockets of his robes. And you see him uh, kind of desperately patting to put the flames up. And then you see this, it's this kind of green plasma fire kind of going up his robes and, and up the side of his face as he, uh, as he desperately kind of pats himself to, to put it out. And then he collapses on the ground uh, and the, the fire... Uh, dissipates as I've decided now that plasma fires often do uh, it, when exposed to Gallifrey and atmosphere and Rassilon is laying on the ground and he is not moving and then I pull out of my pocket the key and I shove it into Rassilon's spot and I look at Travis and Travis does the same with the key he recently was given you know a long time ago I stole a TARDIS and I ran away from Gallifrey That was my first face in this whatever history of mine that I've been clinging on to. I was wrong, because I thought it was enough if I ran. I thought it was enough if I stood up and I rejected this idea of staying at Gallifrey, looking out at the universe from afar. But the problem is, when you run away, you leave people behind to do all sorts of things while you're gone. And that's how this happened. That's how the time war happened. You let people fester. That's what happens when you do dark things like locking your ancestors away in a computer to run your society. Well, we're done with that. No more. I destroyed Gallifrey once, but this is different. 
I am changing Gallifrey forever today because no longer will the ghosts of Gallifrey stay here and fester. And then with my, my hand that's in the gauntlet, my, my, my free hand, I raise my free hand in the air and I snap my fingers and my TARDIS materializes in the room and pouring out of it comes the mother, the mother of the sisters because they have found it because I, I love that image of it. And I raise the gauntlet in the air above my head and the energy follows my hand. I will spend the rest of my story points for this because I love uh, this. Please uh, keep going, please. Okay, I raise the gauntlet over my head. The energy comes up following the gauntlet, and then I raise my hand above my head, and you see from all five fingers of my hand, energy shoot out, and it flies into the like the light at the top of the police box, like the like the little like blue light, and you see this energy, and it, you could actually see almost like almost like the souls at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark where the people souls are coming out of the Ark and these spirits of these ancient and trapped ancestor spirits of all these this energy of all these old Gallifreyans is pulled into my TARDIS and absorbed into it and the viewer if it was a TV thing would see the Eye of Harmony of my TARDIS that we haven't seen since the 2000 I'm sorry since the 1996 TV film open up as these spirits get wrapped into it and it is it they become parts of the energy and the rotors of my TARDIS and and I say from now on when we explore the universe they are coming with us that is I love that so much the the room is is filled with this 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 white almost blue light again as the energy is streaming out of the matrix into the, the lamp uh, on the top of the TARDIS um, and uh, th this this white light just keeps pulsating you can see faces of uh, of Time Lords past, present and future because they're Time Lords, this is how the matrix works flooding into uh, into your TARDIS and then that light grows more and more until it is all you can see. All you can see is this white light. Even when you close your eyes, it's like it's glowing through your eyelids. And then the three of you are standing in this white space. Just the three of you, a single Travis, the only Carrie, and our Doctor. And standing in front of you, looking much as he did when you met him at, at Meat Base Alpha, is Roman. Hello there. Hey, Roman! What's up, my dude? Hi, how are things? Oh, do I still have my friends with me? Oh, they're not with you. It's just, it's just, it's just okay. Team TARDIS right now. Got it. Good, good. Uh, I'm sure these these two right here probably have more to say than I do, but it's good seeing you, man. The cat says hi. Oh, I love the cat. I've been meaning to tell you for the last, like, Six hundred years, by the way. Great shoes. Very good. I love the shoes. I would steal the shoes, but they will not fit me. Anyway. How are you two? Oh, it's... Travis, look at you. You're so big. Oh. You're a great big man. Seems rude. Well, I... 
they're, they're like kids to us. And he's like a great big man kid now. You know, Roman, um, if you're interested, I, I think I know where you can get a whole bunch of regeneration energy on the floor of that Matrix room. Uh, I might take you up on that, actually. I've been meaning to have another go of it. Gallifrey could use a new president. Actually, Gallifrey could use no more presidents. I think a liaison between the old and the new may be the better way about it. Heal the rift between Gallifrey and Khan. Fine, call Bills. yourself a prime minister. I don't care, just... Ooh, <laughs> I like... Ooh. You know, maybe a... You know, not, not, to, not to knock your look, but maybe a sister could be useful this time. I was thinking about it. I'm really hoping for something a little more Galan Dorsey and a little less whatever the hell this is. <laughs> Sticky like wicket. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well. Oh, I... Oh, I realized this has probably been infuriating you the entire time. I should explain the plan. Yeah, that would be great. You're going to love it. I figured out all of your plans, and I distilled it into a three-part model. You ready for this? Sure. All right, phase one. Uh -huh. The running phase. You yeah, make them that, chase yeah. you. They, like, get all the focus is on you, and so they make mistakes and don't focus on their plan. Phase two. The suffering phase. They've caught you. They do a little bit of light torture. What are you going to do? And then they tell you... It was uh, it was a little major torture, but yeah, continue. Yeah, but uh, they also tell you their entire plan and lay out all the various things you need to stop it. And then, oh, ooh, my favorite part. You're going to love this part. It's part three. It's your favorite part. It's jazz with explosives. Yeah. I do like that part, yeah. And that's the plan. It's all of your plans. I figured it out, right? It's your plan. I mean, when you boil it down, it seems a little bit less exciting. I mean, I do lots of different things. You know, there was the time yeah. that the, you know, there was the, you know, where it blew up all the Cybermen ships to find Amy. There was the time when Explosives. I... Explosives? You know, there was the... Okay, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> what about the time when uh, I got all the Cybermen to fall in love, and so they stopped fighting with Missy? Jazz. Oh, okay. Well, what about... <laughs> okay, okay. What about the time when I realized that there wasn't even an evil plan, and they were just good aliens who just like to look at people's histories? Very jazz. Oh, okay. Um, what about um, when I left... Jazz is all about the evil plans you don't foil. <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's all about the baddies in between. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> How about... Okay. Um, oh, no, that was explosions, yeah. There was explosives, version of, there yes. Was a version, of, version of me that was created from my hand that blew them all... Okay. Um, that was explosives. What, okay. That might have yeah. also been with, but, you know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right. I guess they just travel, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, well, there's a sticky part of this because you've ended things, but you haven't started. Thi You'll figure it out when you get there. Don't worry. Uh, uh, I hate when you do that. I, I, I love it. I love doing it at the end of every time. It's it's my thing. Hello. Have we at least saved reality? Oh, yeah. It, it, that other guy was going to turn it into a first-person shooter. Very dreadful. Like like Doom without the key cards. 
Quake without the key cards. I, I love a key card. About. All right. Um. Okay. Well, uh, good on you. I just wanted a quick toodle pip before I go. Okay. Again, like a good, perfectly good body full of regeneration energy there. Go ahead and just use that up. It'd be fantastic. You know I'm not good at the paperwork stuff. I need someone who I can trust to do that. All right. I, I'm i just going to go around the corner for a, a pack of smarks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the, They're not good for you. The uh, I mean lives. <laughs> that white light begins to grow again and flood your vision. And there are a lot of things that happen uh, on Gallifrey over the next few months. Um, one of the first things that happens is the Matrix no longer exists. There is no longer a repository for dead Time Lords. The dead stay dead, as the Sisterhood have always argued should have been the case. Um, the the Great Mother uh, of the Ovig Sisterhood stays on Gallifrey uh, to negotiate with the Time Lords the establishment of a new Time Lord society, bringing the Sisterhood and Time Lords together with a little bit more girl power, with a little bit more uh, sisterly influence. Um, a little magic and... mixed in with the science. Exactly. Or, or magic that's that's like being admittedly magic as opposed to calling it high science. Yes. Uh, one of the things that happens is is that a new president uh, is, is placed in power. Well, not a president, in fact, a prime minister uh, with a parliament made up equally of uh, sisterhood and time lords. And, and I'm going to say this, non-Time Lord Gallifreyans. Non-Time Lord Gallifreyans, yes. Finally getting their, their uh, equal access. Uh, there's no more uh, class divide. I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of a class divide, but they're working to kind of close that gap to reduce the space between the haves and the have-nots. And leading the charge uh, is a joint, uh, a, a, a joint leadership uh, of a uh, prime minister... Uh, the grandmother and the deputy prime minister, Romana. But a number of other things happen with the adjustment to Time Lords society and the adjustment to Time Lords civilization. Um, it becomes clear that maybe a, pro a policy of strict non-interference has not been beneficial to the universe at large. And so it is decided to instate a program called the Doctorate Program, in which Time Lords will be trained to fly a TARDIS, to take on a companion, and to travel through the universe righting wrongs. Big wrongs, small wrongs, some as big as your head. There are a number of, of Time Lords that kind of travel out and become themselves a form of legend. Uh, not necessarily saving galaxies, but doing, making changes in their own way. Uh, some, like I said, some big, some small. There is the Zuki, who travels throughout the universe trying to save endangered species. There is uh, the chef, who seeks out the rarest ingredients across the galaxies, with the intention of sharing some of the most delicious meals with people who maybe don't necessarily have access to food at all. And there are many, many more. But our favourite, our very favourite, has to be the listener. 
Not far from the citadel where everything took place, stepping into a TARDIS for the first time, is Parker Killian, formerly Dark Travis. He walks around the console, looking at the controls he's just spent months and months studying and learning how to use. And he turns to his tutor, Romana, and he says, So I just find trouble? I just go out looking for trouble? And Romana smiles and says, Oh, heavens no. Trouble's going to find you. Awesome. With the destruction of the Matrix, uh, everyone's watches simply disappeared. The great cataclysm that, uh, that was going to destroy the entire planet uh, no longer happens. Uh, but as you're returning to your TARDIS doctor, uh, you turn to look at the wreckage of the Matrix, and you see your Watcher standing there. I'm, I'm not ready yet. Please, let me have a little more time. She looks at you, and she nods very slowly, and she disappears, leaving you with a sense that you will see her again. Inside the Doctor's TARDIS, the Doctor, our Doctor, Travis and Carrie, not long having left the capital, are spinning through the time vortex. For the first time in a long time, I don't feel like I'm running away from something, and I don't feel like I'm dealing with a randomizer, and I, uh, I put my hand on the controls and I go, so is there anywhere else that you want to go? Oh, right now? Or any questions or anything? I just... Well, the real question is, are you okay? Yeah. I I think so. Um, And we kind of see, like, in the monitor, you can kind of see, looking outside the ship, occasionally little bits of spirits, like the ones we saw go into the TARDIS, kind of fly out from the TARDIS as we go. So the idea is that they're not trapped in my TARDIS forever, but yeah. as we're traveling, they're each kind of finding their own final resting place throughout the universe. I love that. That's fantastic. That is absolutely beautiful. You know what? You know what, Carrie? I think I am okay. For the first time in a long time. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, the real question is, is, do you guys have a kitchen? I ran out of cookies. Those guys really Oh, you should. You should see the kitchen in this place. Like, are you familiar with the term "open concept"? Uh, yes. Okay, because, well, this is Tardis open concept. It's really open. Like, it's <laughs> it's great. great. And as as Travis leads Carrie towards the kitchen, I tap a button on the console and my version of the biscuit dispenser that Jody's TARDIS has pops open <laughs> and I get myself a little a little bite of a peanut butter cookie. And you hear from uh, the other side of the console, hey, could I have one of those cookies? And you see Susan in the Sisterhood of Karn robes, but she looks tired, worn, um, just leaning against the console um, in a weakened state. Of course. I mean, we call them biscuits, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, right, yeah, biscuits. 
Oh, peanut butter. I like that. Thank you. First off, great work. Stopping Rassilon means there won't be a nefarious consciousness at the center of the universe. Except that does mean time no longer needs a consciousness of its own, so that's it for me. <laughs> but, um... I'm sorry. Oh, I shouldn't be. That's... I got more than I should? Time's weird. <laughs> but, um... There's one last hole in the web of time you have to patch. I'm sorry. You're really gonna hate it. Can I ever just have a break? If you did, you wouldn't be you. I hate when you're right. I don't even know you and I hate when you're right. Which makes you feel better. That was the last time. She snaps her fingers and she vanishes, but the entire TARDIS tilts to one side and the time rotor is grinding up and down, up and down. It's been a long time since you saw it go this hard, this fast. Uh, and you're, you're having to hold on and brace yourself as the TARDIS travels through the vortex like it's being pulled to a specific point in space and time. And then the shunk of the TARDIS landing. And you barely get an opportunity to get your bearings when there is a knock at the door. I open the door. Standing in front of you, in a shimmering leather jacket, with a gnarled cane, is your previous self, who says, Hello, are you me? Yeah. Briefcase full of money. I would sponsor that. I briefcase full of money. <laughs> I love briefcase full of money. My favorite product. We oui. all right. This week's episode is brought to you by briefcase full of money. Just it's hand a it briefcase, to me. Uh, and there's money briefcase in it. Briefcase.com and enter a code Rassilon to get yours. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you imagine when we when we get to that point where we're we're just <laughs> lord? It's, it's a bad deal because even with the discount, a briefcase full of five thousand dollars is still seventy five. Yeah. Well, you have to pay for the briefcase. <laughs> you pay for yeah. yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, actually so you... it's a elaborate scheme to sell briefcases. <laughs> <laughs> and launder money. Have you ever wanted uh, to have a briefcase to put your money in? Don't have money? Just have the briefcase? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, this week only we're selling briefcases sans money. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get an extra half percent off because it doesn't have the money inside. It's get it now. For summer. None of this Please is put in usable. code Rassilon right now into oh, your website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is definitely credits. All right. Yeah, this is this is going somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs>